Hi guys, welcome to our podcast channel, Was It Worth It? We remain your hosts, PLP and my babe, Bamzi. Hi guys. Okay, so welcome to this week. Um, this week, we'll be discussing about what I titled Secret Scene. Yeah, you heard it, Secret Scene. What God has to say about it. So, our key learning for tonight. Number one is we'll be focusing on the writer and his intention using the SOAP method. In case you're wondering, what is the SOAP method? It's an acronym for scripture, observation, application, and prayer. Number two, definition of secret sin. Yeah, what is secret sin? Number three is we will be learning the relevance of our scripture of the scripture in our time how can we relate the scripture to our present time how can we relate it to what is going on around us at the moment and lastly is the practical lessons from those scripture what are the gleans that we could take and use to better our everyday life and our relationship with god as well so moving into the business of the day yay so um the scripture segment over to you babe okay um like we said we're using the soap method which starts with um scripture and the scripture that we'll be looking at today is psalm 90 verse 8 and i'll be reading from the new living translation nlt it says you spread out our sins before you our secret sins and you see them all i think we should tell please um you could as well underline our secret sins because we'll be dwelling so much on that our secret sins okay yes um like we said the scripture is psalm 90 verse 8 now we're moving on to O, which is observation what have we observed in this um, scripture and in this psalm as a whole so basically this chapter of psalms is probably like the oldest and it begins with god being addressed as the eternal one and israel's dwelling place by the writer which is you know king david in verses um one to four and also the writer shifted to acknowledging man's concise life on earth um that'll be also that'll be found in verse five and um six and from verse 7 to 9, he highlighted that God's wrath was directed at us because of our iniquity. Wow, this is really, really, you know, emphatic. Um, he also pointed out that a person can expect to live somewhere around 70 or 80 years, if not for disease or misfortune. Short or long, life is full of work and trouble, taking into account life's curtness. He requests that the Lord would fill his people with wisdom. And he also asks that the Lord reveals his work, shows his power and grants his favor and also makes make Israel's labor successful. But tonight our highlight is the verse, verse 8. Okay, so um, like you rightly heard uh, uh, my wife said, um, we'll be looking at the verse 8 of chapter of um chapter 90 of the book of psalms 
um, I'll repeat this scripture for emphasis sake, which speaks about you spread our sins before you. That is God. Our secret sins. And you see them all. It tells you that there is nothing that is hidden from God. There is nothing that is secret to God. It sees everything. No wonder the scripture says, His eyes move to and through the earth. In other words, He sees the beginning. He sees the end from the beginning. He knows everything because He operates in a timeless zone. Wow, that is powerful. Okay, so now to the segment called application. Yay! Hold on, this is always my favorite part because it tends to like open my eyes to see so many things and so beautiful things and amazing things about the scripture. Yeah, yeah. so what is secret sin? The definition of secret sin, we want to look into it. So there are two segments or two categories to this definition. Number one is that secret sins are sins committed before one become born again. However, you have repented and confessed it to God, but you are keeping it a secret from people who may need to hear it. Listen to that part again. You have repented and confessed to God, but you are keeping the secret sin from people who may need to hear it. And number two is that they happened or the sins happened in your life as believers or sometimes they happen in our life as a believer or as believers but we've rededicated our life you've given your life to Christ you've confessed to Jesus as um, that you don't want to commit the sins again although that sin is in the past having confessed and having rededicated your life to Christ so the sin is in the past but it is still it is still haunting you and standing against you why because you have not unveiled the secret sin you have not opened up the secret sin you've not confessed the secret sin to the person that is involved so we just have to take that into note and also be careful with it so what are the facts about secret sin what at this fact about secret sin um, for me number one is that a secret sin is a sin even if it is in the past you might say oh my I did that thing in the past Jerry. it was out of ignorance I did it but so as long as you have given your life to Christ and you have confessed that sin to God then there is a place you need to confess your sin to the person that needs to hear it or the people that may need to hear it and then number two is as long as it is kept a secret from the necessary people you need to reveal it because if you don't it's still a sin now look listen carefully we are not asking you to go about and start telling people hey i did this hey i did that hey i did this but to those people that are necessary that are necessary to hear this part of the scene or that are involved in it those are the people you should go to and let them know about what you've done and um, for me lastly as long as you keep it in the past it will still be fresh and present because at that point the devil keeps flashing the picture before you bringing the images before you and then until you confess the sin 
you keep facing it you keep dancing to the tune of the devil the devil will keep taking advantage of you and it's important you work on it so while we are busy ruminating and brooding on these three points i don't know if babe has something to say about the fact of secret sin or the fact about secret sins um i I have one okay um in fact like it's not a myth it's not something that is just a one-off um secret sins keep you under the bondage Mm. of that past sin Mm. It, it gives the devil an edge even if you've given your life to christ you're saved you've repented or you've rededicated your life to christ if you don't confess it if you don't open up to god open up to the holy spirit and there are some particular people that he would reveal to you maybe your pastors or people your leaders he might tell you to open up to this particular person and if you don't you still keep living under the bondage of that person because then the devil will make you make it seem like this is who you are this is that this is it this is who you are and really god has called you he has called you redeemed he has called you saved so break out from that secret sin if not it will keep you on that bondage um i like to go into the examples of secret sins um one example is premarital sex before marriage and um it, it can be termed as a secret sin in the sense that if you don't open up to your spouse if you don't open up to there are some instances where your counselors might ask and we just see them as ordinary men who might want to judge but if you have the leading to open up open up because he might just have the right word to you know set you free he might just have that right word that will you know break you from that shackle so yeah premarital sex before marriage if you don't confess it to your spouse if you don't confess it to the holy spirit if you don't confess it to you know a man um someone that the holy spirit has led you to then it will be termed a secret sin and so um before i say something it actually just reminded me of um of my past relationship i had and um we just we were just talking one day and you were asking me we're talking about that was during the devotion and we're sharing our uh intimate and discuss, discussion and then the next thing and we just decided that okay i'm going to use your word you say baby let's get naked and um hey, hey, hey come on guys we're not talking about getting naked <laughs> so what we're simply talking about is let's get naked because um when you look at the scripture in genesis it said that and both and the man and the woman were both they were both naked and they were unashamed in other words um you said let's get naked and i was trying to i was holding back from being naked because i was being defensive about my past experience and then the resting but at some point the holy spirit just said "For, for how long are you going to keep it a secret from her she's your better half so and she's the best part of you and you guys are one so why don't you just open up to her then i just told you about my past um sex life before we became married and the rest in believe you me immediately we finished discussing that and we we both shed light into it and prayed over it to be honest i felt a weight off my shoulder wow. yeah yeah like literally i felt a weight off my shoulder because i wasn't scared of what will she do when she finds out i didn't tell her about this my ex 
or my past uh, sex life before marriage and the rest things but we talked about it and we prayed about it so it's important that um premarital sex um before marriage is important you and your partner talk about it discuss it discuss the ugly part of it so that you the holy spirit will help you people heal over it so my uh my own example would be habitual sins habitual sins such as lying anger envy malice etc you know um resentment resentment and um jealousy i think it was in job that it said um i think job 5 2 or there about it said that at uh, the b part of it said that jealousy kills the simple jealousy kills the simple so all these habitual sins as well these are things that happens in the life of a believer that's the second category of um a definition of secret sins these are people that have given their life to christ and they've rededicated again but they are hiding the sins of lying and they've had they are hiding the sins of anger and the sins of envy and malice and it also reminded me of our last week conversation about ananias and sapphira mm. that is an example of secret, secret sin yeah. because it um they both kept it a secret but the only but the holy spirit revealed it to peter wow. yeah wow you know what I call the Holy Spirit? My divine amebo. <laughs> Just leave it like that. It's my divine amebo. I don't know about you. Okay, so that's it for me. I over to you. Do you have an example you'd like to share? <laughs> um, yeah. Um, I actually just want to I like the fact that you said habitual sins, meaning that the person has made it a habit and the person just lives with it and thinks that it's normal but also they try to hide it because they know somewhere in their heart that it's not normal it's not good that they are lying or they or they are angry or that they are keeping malice with some particular people um i also like to talk about you know addiction um fornication or sexual immorality as an example mm. of secret sins and most of the time Believers, we go through this phase, but nobody wants to talk about it because they feel like they'll be judged, they'll be condemned. But I think we can also include pornography. Yes, addictions to pornography. Yes. Yeah. Yes, and um, believers are always, you know, scared to talk about these things because they feel like they'll be judged or condemned. But guess what? God is not here to judge you. He said that He did not come to com- condemn you, but He came to give you life. He sent Jesus to give you life. So don't let don't let the devil keep, you know, keeping you in his shackles of you know addictions or fornication and not and not. Um, sometimes he will, he will tell you that. Um, why are you praying? You that are not even righteous. Do you mm. think God wants to listen to your prayer? Mm. Those kind of things. And at that point, you need to realize that that is not who God sees you to be. So you need to raise your standard, raise your sight, mm. and see that this is who God has called me to be. So I'm going to live like this. I'm not going to be seen as an addict. I'm going to be seen as redeemed. So until you see yourself as redeemed, before you can actually break off from those you know, secret sins, confess it to God. He wants to hear you. He's going to embrace you. So confess it to him. Wow, wow, wow. That's powerful. And that also reminded me of one of the examples that just dropped in my mind as you were sharing yours. Is that lifestyle. Lifestyle can also be um, 
can also be secret sins. Mm. Then we were talking about lifestyle, we're referring to um, drinking, smoking, yes. and promiscuity. All these things are they are just they are, they are they are lifestyles that hinders a whole lot of believers. They just they live in it and hide it. They live in it and hide it. So it's important for us to understand it that you don't need you don't need to be you don't need to just you don't need to be in that cage. The devil doesn't need to keep you in that cage. So you just need to break free from it and let God let God just take over you. Let God take over you. I think God has a lot to do with your life and well I'm sure we'll find a place where God is going to speak that expressly to us. So, um, without wasting our time, we'll move to the next um, thing about this section again. is um, The effects of secret sins in the lives of believers. What secret sin does to us as a believer. How it, how it affects our relationship with God and our relationship with man. Yeah. Now, number one is that secret sins in that many Christians from growing spiritually. It is a, it, I, I call it a spiritual man, a malnutrition. Because when the Bible said that the word of God is a bread that you feed your spirit man to grow. And um, when secret sins start come, um, stepping in and um, you are living a secret lifestyle, you find out that you're being, <laughs> I'll put it like this, you start having spiritual kwanshoko. Mm. Yeah, you start having spiritual kwanshoko because you are being malnutrited at that nutrient at that point. So you are receiving something that is not defined to your spirit or strong in, um, that is not good for your system. So your spiritually malnutrition, uh, uh, malnutrition, at that point so it is something one has to take to consideration so that you don't keep falling into secret sin over and over and over again so i think that's for me that is my one um effect i would mention Mm, spiritual malnutrition that's deep though that's really deep and it it takes a whole lot of I, i think um Wow, well, this is this is really insightful for me because <laughs> when you talk about spiritual malnutrition, yeah, it, it, a picture comes to my mind like you, the word that we read, the word that God speaks to us through His Holy Spirit, mm-hmm. and the word that He speaks to us through His prophets. Mm. So if if you know, sometimes you might hear something from a man of God. But please check also with your scripture. Make sure that everything is aligned. And if you say that you've heard a voice, does it relate with the scripture so that everything will be balanced? Just like our physical food, balanced diet and stuff like that, carbohydrates yeah. and you know vitamins and stuff like that. Wow, wow. And um, another effect I'd like to highlight is you know secret sins actually you know block Christians from experiencing the anointing and power of the Holy Spirit. Wow. <laughs> Have, <laughs> baby, you need to no break it down. Break it down. <laughs> wow. Uh, okay, let me paint a picture. You're praying, or you're having a Holy Ghost conference, a revival, and you're like you're speaking in tongues and everything, and then out of the blues, you're you're in, you're you're intense in the prayer. Your your eyes are closed. You're focused. You're speaking in tongues and everything, 
and the devil just pops up remember that babe that you did this with or remember that guy that you did this with remember the lie that you told at work remember the person that you hurt and stuff like and then all of a sudden you've lost focus and then you're thinking about you know the secret sins that you've kept the things that you've kept hidden wow and <laughs> that that's an doesn't that effect it doesn't allow you to that, you see that there's a break in transmission mm-hmm. it doesn't mm-hmm. you've disconnected you are no more flowing you're now thinking on those secret sins hey this is what i've done no hey how do i hey how do i do this how do i do that and stuff like that and you know it just allows you to disconnect another effect is that it frustrates believers from encountering the blessings of god you can't encounter the blessings if you are not fully connected and like i mentioned before there would be a disconnect if there is a secret sin because the devil is waiting to pop up that secret sin where you do not expect mm. you are on a three-day fast three-day revival and you're like in your mind you've imagined that this is how it's going to go i'm not going to eat i'm going to be in my room i'm going to be eating the word of god i'm going to be praying i'm going to be this and that and day one two hours into your prayer and you know reading the word and it just brings you back to 20 years ago something that you did to someone and probably the holy spirit that actually told you that you are supposed to you know reach out to that person and Tell the person that you are sorry or just, you know, open up to somebody. But you just neglected it like, why would I do such a thing? How would the person even take it? It's over 20 years now. Ah, I can't just, I beg, let's forget it. That is what the devil will now bring up 20 years later. Three days fast. Day one, two hours into the fast. Remember what you did to Sarah. Mm. Remember what you did to Tokwe. Remember what you did to that. You know, at that point, it's a disconnect, and you can't really encounter the blessings of God. So I think that's another effect wow. that secret sins has on the lives of believers. Wow. <laughs> wow. Do you know that uh, while you're sharing the third um, effect, it just reminded me of our life as believers. God has provided everything. Like our big dad, uh, like my big daddy would always say, our big daddy, um, Bishop Michael Konkwa, it will say that the problem is not God yeah. and the problem is not the Word of God yeah. the problem is you aligning to receive that which God has made available so in other words the blessings of God is, has been made available it is you positioning yourself to get that blessing and how do you position yourself by being in the right standing with God mm-hmm wow <laughs> so it's by being in the right standing with god that you receive this blessing so when you hide the sins or when you keep them a secret you're actually blocking yourself or hindering yourself from encountering the blessings that god has already made available for you true true wow you know the part of the scripture that says confess your sins one to another yes Yes, yes, yes. Very important. Okay, so wow, 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 wow. I'm having goosebumps all over my body. You need to see now. All over, all over. <laughs> you know. So, um, so while we're wrapping up on um the se- on the segment application, um, there's something I just 
that I just remembered I would like to share with us. I know most of us can relate with it. Uh, growing up as a child, I remember when I did something wrong or I offended my, I offended my parents or my mom or my dad or my elder ones and the rest things and I need to confess I need to go up I need to go out open and tell him dad I did this mom I did this listen coming out or confessing your secret sin can be terrifying I repeat it again there is nothing as terrifying as confessing your secret sin because at that point multiple thoughts of possible outcomes play on your mind because it kind of like intensify the feeling of shame and leaving you on nerve because you are scared yeah what is going to happen dad is going to beat me or will mommy punish me or will my uncle or big brother deal with me i can't take it and the devil will say you don't have to go stay away why don't you just lie say something else to cover it up so at that point you keep covering it and it becomes a grand secret scene so you have to make a choice you really really have to make a choice so while we're wrapping up on this i would like to read second corinthians chapter 4 verse 2 in niv translation uk for you it says that um rather we have renounced secrets and shameful ways we do not use deception nor do we distort the word of god on the contrary by setting forth the truth plainly we commend ourselves to everyone's conscience in the sight of god now what did we gather from this what could be the glint and the the sweet um nuggets that we are we've been able to garner from um, this um verse of the scripture is that number one paul made a de- paul and his protégés made a deliberate action or intention to renounce secret things you see those sinful and evil relic part of the past that you've committed and and you've repented from it it is important you renounce it it is important you let go of it tell and pray to god and god that lord i don't want to have anything to do with secret sins again or it could be fornication it could be masturbation it could be uh, sexual immorality it could be addictions it could be lifestyle smoking drinking whatsoever it is that you are indulging and you are not proud to come out and say to people that or say to people that you are accountable to you need to renounce it just like paul did then number two is that he made it clear to men he made it clear to men in other words paul went ahead to confess to the necessary people about his sinful and shameful things they had done in the past so whatever it is that you have done in the past it is high time you go out and tell the necessary people listen brothers and sisters don't let the devil keep bamboozing you telling you that you see since you've confessed your sin to god there is no need to confess to the, uh, to the other people or to others the others could be your parents uh it could be your partner probably you involved in extramarital affair or you cheated in one way or the other or you did something that you ought not to do or you you 
or you 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 flex around and so on and um you're not you're not proud to say it to your partner listen don't let the devil bamboozle you and you could also go to your pastor and talk to your pastor about some certain things you've done or your boss whoever it is that you are accountable to walk up to them and pray for grace and courage to tell them what you've done listen god is not looking for you to judge you he's not looking out for you to to hit you with a hammer of judgment or or kick you into the into the into the into hell but he is seeking to revive you and redeem you to himself why because he is a loving god huh? when john 3:16 john 3:16 says that for god so loved the world that he gave huh? it is out of the love of god that he gave us jesus isn't that fantastic yes yes even in our mess god is still giving us the best wow in our mess, He is giving us the best. His best is Jesus Christ. And His all is the Holy Spirit. I have the Holy Spirit. You have the Holy Spirit. You have Jesus and the Holy Spirit. So I have God's best and God's all living in me. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you for this privilege. Wow, that is amazing. Okay, so lastly, Paul having repented from a sin made a decision not to go back made a decision not to go back into that sin again made a decision that he will no longer be part of it by being accountable to people he said it in the last chapter of that in the last um, part of that scripture he said that we commend ourselves to everyone's conscience in the sight of God. Be accountable to someone. Let someone look out for you. It could be your pastor. It could be your cell, your cell uh, pastor. It could be a leader in your fellowship. It could be uh, your choir uh, leader or pastor. It could be anybody that your spirit is in tune with. That you know that this person is godly and this person will not... I will not make a mess out of your your your, your innocent confession, huh? So you need to talk to such people. Be accountable. Recommend, uh, commend yourselves to them so that they would look. They would be in watch out for you. They would love to pray with you and guide you. So, listen. Just do these three things, and you will see that your life will take a rapid turn. So, let's move to the last segment of this day which is the prayers <laughs> okay so babe over to you oh wow wow it's really been an insightful you know interesting session um yes the prayer you know when you decide to keep secret sins it, it just basically means that you're choosing darkness over light and when you're mm. in darkness you can't see you keep stumbling and you keep falling mm. But if you desire to be truly alive, you must abandon all efforts to hide these secret sins or even to justify them. So if you want to be truly alive, if you want to truly see, you have to abandon all the secret sins and even efforts to justify them. I'll be reading Romans chapter 2 verse 16 from TPT version. It says, so this judgment will be revealed on the day when God, through Jesus the Messiah, judges the hidden secrets of people's hearts and their response to the gospel I preach will be the standard of judgment used in that day. I'll read it again. It says, so this judgment will be revealed on the day when God, through Jesus the Messiah, 
judges the hidden secrets of people's hearts and their response to the gospel I have preached will be the standard of judgment used in that day. I want us to use the scripture that Babe read before, um, 2 Corinthians chapter 4, verse 2, to pray. We're going to be renouncing every secret and shameful way. In ev- if there's any way that you know that anything that could hinder you from the free flow, from the connection, from the bond and the fellowship that you have with God, and even with other fellow believers, I want you to begin to renounce them today. I want you to say, Lord, I renounce this way. If it's lying, Lord, I renounce lying. I renounce malicious acts. I renounce these addictions. I renounce sexual immorality. I renounce them in the name of Jesus. I renounce renounce them in the name of Jesus. Lord, I am open. I want to see. I don't want to stumble in darkness any longer. I want to see. I want to see you. I want to see the plans that you have for me. I want to walk in the freedom that you have for me. I no longer want to walk in the bondage of the enemy. I want to walk in your freedom because whosoever Christ has set free is free indeed and he came to give us life so he wants to see you free. So choose to be free. Choose to be free free choose life that you might live lord we renounce every secret and shameful way we renounce every secret and shameful sin we open up to you oh lord and we ask for the grace the grace and the strength the grace and strength to walk in uprightness the grace and the strength to trust you completely to open up to you to open up to you and to fellowship intimately with you thank you heavenly father thank you for this opportunity of life that you have given unto us we worship you lord in jesus mighty name we have prayed amen wow i'm pretty sure that you all have you know one or more questions to ask and you probably have suggestions on topics that you like for us to cover um please send us an email at um, archie.patrice at gmail.com archie.patrice at gmail.com and um i also think that this application also lets you send um voice messages or some sort if you can't get to send us chats or voice messages just send us an email address at archie.patrice at gmail.com thank you very much for joining us once again wow 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 amen to all that fantastic prayer babe yes sir it's awesome knowing fully well that god is backing us knowing fully well you know (laughs) to me what's what's your what is still giving me goosebumps and feeling fly at this moment is that even in a mess he gave us his best and his all. the uh, jesus being his best the holy spirit being his all even in a mess so whatever mess you feel you, you think you are at this point even in it god is giving you god has given you his best and his hall is available for you to take up so just like babe said send us an email we'd love to pray with you we'd love to stand in the place of prayer with you if there's anything you need us to join you to pray and you're trusting god for feel free to let us know archie.patrice at gmail.com i will spell it so that you can get it a r c h i e dot p a t r i c e at gmail dot com. So thank you guys and see you next week. Bye.